1: We are back at the Academy, and it is me, Dimitri Zerdos, who says, Fuck the system because the system doesn't work. I am joined live with my man. He's a sinister minister. Co-host of SmackTack with James Money MacGyver. He's got to watch that awful fucking SmackDown. But I will say this, though. God God bless Aaliyah and Lacey Evans. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oof. Ooh, oh, daddy. Daddy. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, and whatever A track Brown says about Lacey Evans, A track Brown, you get your fucking eyes checked. Uh, so, <laughs> also, so <laughs> he is the man. John, and right, John. I'm sorry, buddy. No, you're, good. you're <laughs> I might, good. I might go about some tangents today, bro. No, you're good. guys
0: No, Atrac Brown oh. is mad because Lacey Evans is hooked up with it. I don't know if you've seen her husband. Yeah, like, yeah He's
1: he, he's a big Latino guy, isn't he?
0: Yeah, like he's like he's kind of like an average Joe looking dude, and here really? she is. Yeah, like he's not like like from the pictures I've seen. Like he doesn't look like super buff, or he just like. Mm-hmm. Like a regular dude, so Hakeem awesome. Brown is just bad. Mad that he couldn't pull that, oh, you know. Right. So listen,
1: yeah. listen. According to Billy Ray Valentine, he says that HR Brown can pull anything. The man's got the silver fucking tongue. That's where he goes. He goes, he goes to Mutri Man. I see this guy, track Brown. You, you look at him. You're like, what the fuck? This guy's like, but he gets all the fucking girls, man. I don't know how he does it. Well, we'll shout see. out shout out billy ray valentine a track brown big ray hernandez yeah big ray <laughs> he the ogs of the behind the, media
0: group that's right the ogs the uh, starters, the you know. starters. But yeah but yeah no i mean he's and then of course the other thing that begins to be thinking i don't like the 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 turn that they did with Lacey. i thought that was too early and too stupid. no that's that's
1: that's fucking stupid you you it you had you had Lacey evans Your average american hero she's 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 a uh, Served in the marine, she was a drill sergeant, served overseas. You had her, you had this buildup of her giving those promos, talking about how she overcame things, and then you just have her what turn heel against Aaliyah, too. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, I like, don't get me wrong, I, I like Aaliyah. I think she's the first, like, what is uh, where's she from, uh, Pakistan? I think,
0: I don't know, I'll let, I I, is- I yeah,
1: she's like the one of the like first, like, female, like, um. Middle Eastern, like, girls to get, like, signed, I think. Could be. And, yeah. So it's just, but you're going to, I don't get it. Is, well, is there, is there, is, well, no, listen, no, no. I, I, from what I just see, it's like, so what's the big deal here? She just doesn't want to face Aaliyah because Aaliyah's not up to her. Is not up here. Or is it just because she doesn't want to fucking wrestle?
0: Well, you know, originally, like, two weeks ago, Aaliyah was supposed to be on, and they had Tamina replace her. Because they've said to, Aaliyah is not any good, and they they're talking about sending her back down to NXT. Really? So basically, that's why they she hasn't wrestled the last two weeks is because they're trying to work find a way to work her down. But you've run into the problem. You've turned Lacey heel. You have no baby faces. You know? I mean, what are you on doing? SmackDown. I mean, exactly, exactly. What are you doing? I mean, exactly. You could have you could have made Lacey Evans the anti-Charlotte. You know, all about the people and everything about it. You know, proud mm-hmm. of my country. Just, you know, super cool and not just let it be. But no, we got to go fuck with it. And, you know, I, just, I because mean,
1: because we got to play a rib on Aliyah because she's fucking riding in the ring. Yeah. yeah. I mean, no, she looks I, good.
0: She looks good. No, I
1: mean, don't get me wrong. Yeah. Here's the thing. You can. How about this? Can she make somebody look good in the ring? No. Yeah, she's
0: made... Oh, really? No, no. that's why she's going down. That's the problem. She can't Dude, wrestle. Dude, she
1: always fucking lost, though, in NXT. She never won. Yeah, and, she, was, but, she was always feeder talent.
0: But that was the thing, is, like, she... You know, if you watched... And, I mean, even in NXT, she wasn't good. She wasn't ready. The reason why she was brought up is because she looked good in a two-piece. And that's the whole purpose. You know, so, but... It, you can't, especially when you have a limited roster like SmackDown, and SmackDown has to be a wrestling show because you only have two hours. You know, if you could hide her with other people or factions or whatever with Raw, you can't do it with SmackDown. You have to be uh, able to do something in the ring. And uh, she, she can't do it.
1: That just, that they're just going to show you the, the failure of of the developmental system. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, they want to talk, all these marks want to talk about how great NXT is, how great the wrestlers are. They're not. I'm sorry. They're not. I mean, there's a few that have come out of NXT that have been that have been good. Lacey Evans is one of them. Mm-hmm. But if you ask any, you know, you know, I don't know. Like if you just look at some of the words, like it's, it's all it's it's all Japanese wrong style. It doesn't make sense. I mean, why did they send Mandy Rose down? Because she needed work too.
0: Yeah, she was bad. I mean, I she mean, was bad. She. And- she, I mean, that's the problem. Again, she was brought up because she looked good,
1: you know? Yeah. You well, know yeah, I mean? I mean, geez, I mean, look at her. I mean, yeah, Mandy fucking Rose. Yeah. I, the only, to me, like the only female talents I see down there that even have a possibility of getting over and they probably won't because it's my fucking company, pal, is, mm-hmm. uh is the one they just signed, Roxanne Perez, Roxy, who is a. Prolific, you know, wrestler on the Indies was very good on the Indies. Oh, I
0: know. Had very had I know. very,
1: very, yeah, you've seen your life had very good matches. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, oh look, oh look at this fucking guy. He's got a picture, Johnson and roxy man Oh, that and was it. That was
0: his one thing when we were at the show for New Texas. He, uh, wanted, for, he, who, he wanted. He wanted. To be Roxy. Yeah, he wanted to which, be Roxy. Yeah, which apparently she's with Gino Medina. Gino? She,
1: really? She's yeah. she, she's with Gino. Well, you I know, think so. Good.
0: Anyway, and, or they have some kind of relationship where they're, where they're. I don't know, but like I see a lot of pictures, like yeah, the yeah, yeah. With them I together.
1: Mean, yeah. So I so, so I look at the female division in NXT. I mean, like really? I mean, there's. I, I like Carter and Ken Zero as a tag team, mm-hmm. but I mean, I mean she is tiny. Mm-hmm. I mean, she she can't take the, the workload of being on the main roster yeah. and doing the towns like that because she's not going to last. Mm-mm. And I mean, I always like Kayden Carter. She she has a good look. She's like ember moon only doesn't didn't give her the stupid werewolf gimmick which right. which ember moon didn't even fucking keep which was terrible because it was a pretty cool gimmick he just didn't keep mm-hmm. so but to me it's like I, I don't see any stars male or female because they're just gonna fuck they're they're just gonna ruin it yeah bomb breaker freaking signers kid they're gonna fuck them over Oh, yeah. Uh, and the guys that they built already that left to go to... The guys that they left to go to AEW, that was going to be... Oh, it's going to put WWE on business. Yeah, okay. What? What? They lost four vanilla fucking midgets. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm so toxic today. Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> we, I mean, I'm I mean, so
1: toxic. I am so toxic. No, just, oh, dear God. I hope, I hope there's no Marina searches, tweets, already. Will, no, who will no. stuff? Okay. Because, no, no, no. it's, not. All right, it's not. So, the,
0: so with that transition, let's transition to our news then. And fuck uh, the Romulans, okay? Yeah, fuck the <laughs> Romulans. So, James, if you play our news now, we're gonna talk news. Um, The first thing is Lower Decks. After we talked last week, this week they announced when they will release Lower Decks. August twenty fifth will be the first episode for Lower Decks season three. So, if you're looking forward to Lower Decks season three. Uh, it's going to be coming out August twenty fifth. So they've given themselves production wise, kind of a breather here, yeah. um, after Strange New World. So about a, what a month and a half or so. I uh, say about to, that, yeah, yeah. So and so, really, it's looking like Strange New Worlds will end the production year, and Lower Decks will start it. You know, which, that's 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 really good. Yeah, I like it. I think it's great. Mm-hmm. And so, um, if you haven't seen Lower Decks, yet, make sure you're checking it out. Um, Paramount Plus. Get it, it's four nine four ninety-nine 9, and I mean just
1: it's now everywhere. It's in it's in the UK. It's in the UK, it's, it's in Europe, it's I mean, in most of Europe. So now there's South no Korea. excuse. Yeah, there's like to all the Star Trek fans worldwide, there is no excuse though not to watch not to get a paramount plus, not right. to watch Lower Decks, Strange New Worlds, Discovery seasons one through three, skip four because it was a fucking dumpster fire. Yeah. So you know, so so do it, and yeah. I am looking so forward to season two, season three, is it season three, of lower decks, season three. Yeah, wow, yeah, All holy right. shit! Oh,
0: okay, yeah, because they're doing the whole Star Trek three search for Spock kind of thing. Yeah, you know, a little bit, and so that'll be fun. Um, And so it, it's it's interesting to see you know that aspect of it with lower decks. How really, it's taken off, and you mm-hmm. know, it, it was one of those things where people were at first like, eh, okay, and after the first few episodes everybody loved it i mean it was the talk before strange new worlds um, yeah you know and so uh, you can't go wrong with lower decks i mean it, the thing i mean we tried to, to do an episode with all the easter eggs and we couldn't even keep up with oh, that i mean cause we, would, we would have had a five-hour episode if we would easily have easily sat down I mean, and really done yeah. it like if we would have really gone through every episode and looked at the easter eggs it would have been Good Lord, I mean five hour long episodes. there's yeah. there's so
1: many and there's so many obscure ones out there mm-hmm. too, where they just pluck and only like season fans like me and you can like point them out. yeah, and there's still even ones that we don't even see that we might have to go back and watch again and then again. Mm-hmm. so it's a really and but here's the thing somebody who who doesn't really watch Star Trek, they can watch that show. And they can just fall in love with it because yeah. there's no like because, because nothing is sacred. Right. It's funny. Exactly.
0: Exactly. And they're they're not afraid to make fun of themselves. Yeah. You know, um, and so you get the, the the Kirk and Spock references, you get your Picard references, and Riker. I mean, because Riker plays a serious role at the end of season yeah. one and season two. So um you, you have those things in there. And so it's it's a lot of fun. You're getting connections from everything, Voyager, Tom Paris. With the plate, you know, Tom I mean,
1: Paris and, and, yeah. Play. and you Tom you know, Paris, I'm going plate.
0: <laughs> Kzons,
1: Kzons.
0: <laughs> hey, we'll show you how we do it in the Delta Quadrant. Uh, Dude,
1: Kzons was the worst fucking enemy ever. Um, I'm sorry.
0: Like I saw Voyager. <laughs> Voyager had
1: some horrible fucking oh, enemy yeah. aliens. I'm I'm sorry. I, don't get me wrong. I love Voyager. It was great, but fuck what the hell are you thinking it was almost <coughs> kazon sucked yeah he's really fucking sucked
0: yeah yeah no i said somebody somebody posted a thing on the, on the internet and it was uh when you order a klingon from wish and they had you know klingon and it had kazon as you know the klingon from wish so you know it was it oh, was
1: that is so, so true
0: but they'll make fun of all that kind of stuff but yeah uh, you know interestingly enough it is emmy season um star trek picard and Strange New Worlds uh, picked up five Emmy nominations. Um, That's it. Yeah,
1: are you fucking yeah. kidding
0: me? Right.
1: So, um, oh, there's some, there's some, there's some fucking bias there.
0: Now, mind you, remember they've been campaigning all four um, shows, but uh, Picard picked up four nominations: Outstanding Period and Our Character Makeup, Non-Prosthetic, Outstanding Prosthetic Makeup, uh, Sound Editing for a Comedy or Drama Series One Hour, and Outstanding Fantasy Sci-Fi Costumes. And then Strange New Worlds picked up a uh, nomination for sound editing for a comedy or drama series. Um, that's it. That's it. Yeah. You know?
1: Nothing. Nothing for Anson Mao. Nothing for for like Rebecca Romijn her portrayal of Una. Nothing for Ethan Peck, for Charles Spock. Mm-hmm. Are you? Are you? Are you? Are you fucking serious right now? No, Right now, this
0: this is. Ooh, I, I you know. This, you know.
1: I, I I swear to God. You know, it's like sci-fi always it never ever gets it never gets its due because they're great actors I mean to me in Star Trek next generation Patrick Stewart couldn't want a fucking enemy for like for best actor in a in a TV series every single year of next gen mm-hmm. so you 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 mean to tell me that Anson Mao who fucking was unbelievable as Captain Pike who portrayed who basically became Pike in that role? You mean tell me that what what the, name me name me the only actor I can think of be as a better actor than him that he did is James Spader from The Blacklist his portrayal of Raymond Reddington. That's it. There's nobody else out there on TV that's a better actor than Anson Mount or James Spader. And if you want to and if you want to like debate me on this. Come find me on social media.
0: <laughs> Seriously. No, because yeah.
1: who else is there? No, I, I just want to know who are they who are they gonna know? Oh no, because no, because because both Anson Mao and James Spader are straight white guys. Can't have right. that. Right. Even though even though even even though they're the two best fucking actors on TV. Right. You know, hot takes. Hot takes today. Hot takes. You hot know,
0: takes. it says it says here that uh the fourth season Discovery and the second season Lower Decks were eligible for primetime Emmy nominations. Neither had any, and all the nominations were in the creative arts category, which is typical for the franchise. In fact, Star Trek picked up nominations for three out of the four, of the same categories last year. Um, but um unlike last year and for most Star Trek, there was no nomination for visual effects this year. So uh, which to me is another life.
1: What the fuck?
0: Yeah. You know, I mean. What? what I'm, I'm sorry to fucking Disney get all the
1: fucking shit? Well, for their shit Marvel series? I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean,
0: fuck yeah. You know, I just. Uh, yeah. And so here's I, the I, thing. Their, the Creative Arts Awards, those will be broadcast on Saturday, September 10th on FF, FXX. And then the main Emmy Awards will be telecast on Monday, September 12th on NBC and Peacock. So I don't know if they've done anything else as far as actors and stuff, but this is so far um what they've received as far as the you know creative arts department. Maybe they haven't released the um you know like actors and stuff. Um, let me let me just look. I'm I'm looking up uh, any nominations man, Because i am Because, because I'm, 'cause I'm because I'm fucking hot.
1: What are they okay. gonna I mean, seriously.
0: All right. Uh drama series. Okay, of all the sci-fi, what do you think got nominated for a drama series? Got nominated for a drama series. I don't know,
1: some probably some bullshit fucking sci-fi. Stranger things. There's really. Yep. It's yeah. the worst fucking show out there as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. You know, I I mean it's it's Stranger Things is nothing but indoctrination for 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 kids just take to take the Lord's name in vain and to swear and just to be assholes. That's that's all Stranger Things is. Are you are you, I, are, you are you fucking serious? I haven't seen
0: an episode of Stranger. And Things and, and, and you're Kenobi not going
1: to nominate Stranger New Worlds. You're not going to nominate Kenobi like yeah, Kenobi like was, Mandalorian or Kenobi yeah. at least or Boba Fett. I mean, come on. I mean, these are especially Stranger New Worlds showcasing hope and showcasing something that you know is good in society Mm -hmm. and you're not gonna but no but you're gonna nominate that shit yeah
0: nothing nothing obviously for comedy series it's
1: it's fucking garbage It's, it's, it's all it's all fucking garbage yeah it's all fucking garbage it's it's all just you know no you know what fucking you know I mean we know listen we know we know what real good TV is yeah we know what good actors are we know what good series are we know what good writing is that's not yeah, this is all bullshit. It's all fucking hype because it's just fuck, man. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just fucking over it.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, like, so they have a limited series, which you could have done Mandalorian, you could have done yeah. Boba Fett, okay, or anything like that. Uh, nope, not anywhere here, there. Um, lead actors. Here's who you've got for lead actor in a drama series: uh, Jason Bateman for Ozark, Brian Cox for Succession, Lee J. J. for Squid Game, Bob Odenkirk for Better Call Saul. Adam Scott for Severance and Jeremy Strong for Succession. So Succession is two characters who who have that there. Uh, for lead actress in a drama, you've got Jodie Comer in Killing Eve, Laura Linney in Ozark, Melanie Linsky in Yellow Jackets, Sandra Oh for Killing Eve, Reese Witherspoon for The Morning Show, and Zendaya for Euphoria. Um, let's see comedy So so,
1: so so Nico Martin Greens don't Wear there. Uh. Uh-uh. Okay. All right. Well, you know.
0: Yeah. All right, so uh, uh so the limited series um or movie, you got Colin Firth for the staircase, Andrew Garfield for Under the Banner of Heaven, Oscar Isaac for Scenes from a Marriage. Well at least, Keaton, at least at least Oscar
1: Isaac got nominated for something. Oh no, no, yeah. I'm sorry, Jason Isaac. I don't know who the fuck Oscar I, Oscar Isaac is.
0: He he's the guy that played Moon Knight. Um and he played on Poe. He played Poe um in uh, Star Wars, the new ones. Oh, okay. Uh Michael Keaton for Dope Sick. Himesh Patel for Station 11 and Sebastian Stan for Pam and Tommy. Um, let's see. lead actress in the limited series. Tony Collette for The Staircase. Julia Garner for Inventing Anna. James Lilly Pam and Tommy. Sarah Paulson, Impeachment, American Crime Story. Margaret Qualley for Maid and Amanda Seafried for The Dropout. Um, yeah. So then. So.
1: Nothing, nothing. Wow. So you're not going to nominate the best actor to the two of the best actors on tv okay no okay. No, yeah, no 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 that's that's okay that's so supporting okay. actors,
0: and actresses there's nobody there um and supporting actor um nobody there so obviously in the comedy series there's not gonna wow. be there. um limited series or role nobody um yeah dude it is dude um, the, seriously yeah, you know, I, uh,
1: I mean, I mean, how many how many times have we gone on here? We've just ugh, whatever, man. You know yeah. what? You know what? This is. I've never seen Ozark. I haven't either. Uh, so I don't know what everyone's
0: like going crazy about Ozark is. Well, but, from my understanding, it's like The Sopranos, which is like you know the like basically it's just a crime drama, you know, okay. like you know kind of stuff that deals with um, that kind of thing. So
1: so basically, basically it's just the. It's just a carbon... it's So, basically, it's just... It's basically just a not-so-great copy of a great TV series. Right. Of all the other okay. stuff. You know. Okay. So, I mean... While something, while something like... I mean, and people can say that about Strange New World, Strange New World is just is just a copy of the original series. But a series like The Blacklist, which is something that's, like, not really been done. And James Spader, a great actor, you're not going to nominate him. You're not going to nominate Harry Lennox who stood up for the fucking academies so you're not going to nominate him for a fucking emmy. Harry Lang mm-hmm. is a great supporting actor. Uh, Anson Mount, Sonico Martin Green. Uh, we're not going to nominate. Uh, well, you know what? Uh, you know, hey, listen, man. You know, it's as you can see it's very Netflix centric. I wonder how much millions of dollars Netflix
0: Netflix and in. Hulu have a lot ne- of I of
1: yeah, I because I I wonder how much of that money's getting stuffed in those pockets.
0: Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, yeah. So okay. So the first time I see a sci-fi, anything sci-fi. Um, so let's see. There's a variety sketch. Now that no, that's not going to be. No, it. it's it's um, Stranger Things, basically. <laughs> Stranger Things is the first. Well, Stranger Things strange even fucking sci-fi, anyways. No. So okay, the first sci-fi thing, outstanding animated program. There is a kind of sci-fi thing on here it is what if the mark the doctor strange boxes are like it it was that that episode
1: i mean don't get me wrong i mean though the what if series was good but that's i it's it's, that's that's fantasy that's superhero stuff yeah it's not Mm sci-fi if you want an animated science fiction it's lower decks
0: yeah and outstanding short form animated program, uh, Star Wars Visions was the next okay. one. Okay, all right, yeah. you
1: know, all right. You know, I can see that. I can, you know, I can see if Star Trek is there. At least Star Wars should get the nomination. Yeah. You know, but other than that, that's 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 your that's whole... bullshit. That's absolute. That's absolutely bullshit. That's everything. I mean, listen, fans. If you fans disagree with us, let us know. But listen, you know, me and John are in agreement on this. Mm-hmm. Star Trek, Star Wars, they got fucked over on this one. Yeah, they did. And Stranger Things, listen, I don't get it. So if you fans want to, like, call me, like, listen, old man, you know, stop telling kids to, to get off your lawn, let me know, like, what the appeal of Stranger Things is. Because I know from season one that the big thing was, oh, you know, you know, they're, they're telling stuff about what happened on Montauk Island and, mm-hmm. you know, MK Ultra all this other stuff. Yeah. So, okay, but... You know, okay, so that's good, but now what did you do for the second season, right? Well, the, I mean, like, so, so what is it now? It, it's just, you know, a friend of mine who watched it now, he's, you know, I mean, you know, he's 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 a very he's a very he's very Christian, you know, doesn't take the Lord's name, it doesn't say anything like that. And he told me, he goes, he goes, all it is, he goes, it's just the little kids swearing, and you know, they gave it a PG 13 rating so that you know, the parents make it, you know makes it okay for their kids to watch and the kids watch it. And all they say is, you know, all they say is, you know, GC all the time, like every other word and it's swearing and this, and the other thing. It's just programmed them to, you know, to freaking do that. Right. So, you know, but, you know,
0: who knows at this point, it is what it is. Look who runs
1: Netflix. Look, look who runs Hulu. And that's yeah. all you
0: need. To, that's all you need to know. That's how mean says. There's really only five media companies who run the whole world. Exactly. So. Yeah, I mean. So with that all said, we let's get back to talking about talk the, M- talk the Emmys. Fuck the Emmys. Fuck the Emmys. Yeah. So Kate Mulgrew has been talking about her Voyager co-stars and about returning to Trek. Um, okay. I don't. I don't know if you saw like this week, uh, Tim Russ who played Tuvok, He he put out a video uh, that was really funny. It's him. Tim and Russ,
1: RFA graduate.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He very liberal, but you know Yeah, yeah so, he's
1: extremely liberal. I know. Yeah. You know,
0: but uh he's he's got this video, like it was on his Instagram or Twitter or whatever. And he's like, you know, I have 135 NDV credits. I have been in many shows and movies and TVs. I was in a long form um uh, television sci-fi show that was very yeah. popular. And yet everybody will remember me for you know combing the desert and me saying, Man, I ain't yeah. found shit. You that know, is that's you.
1: that is the one of the greatest fucking lines ever in in a movie because that movie Spaceballs to me. Oh yeah. That is the greatest like Spaceballs Blazing Saddles or like history of the world. I mean those are fucking Mecca like comedies. If Mm -hmm. you're getting into movies and you need to watch comedies you need to look at anything that Mel Brooks has done. And Spaceballs to me is just I mean you call in the desert. You got guys out there with fucking combs, and yeah, is it stereotyped to have like the pick comb and have you know two two guys? Yeah, it is there. But guess what? It was funny. It was hilarious. Yeah. Because here's the thing: because they just they poke fun at everybody. Every I mean, like how I mean, like how hardcore were they on on the on the on the freaking Jews? I mean, in that movie yeah. Spaceballs. I mean, it's just like, oh my god. It's it's a Mercedes. It's a rental. I want it back. I don't want to pay the late fees. It's like just holy, totally just just every stereotype you can imagine. They just shorn oh, yeah. it in there. Oh, yeah. I fucking loved it. And yeah, I mean, it's an iconic moment. Man, we ain't found shit. Yeah,
0: and they got a little pick. They don't have like. The, I know they the got, got the pick.
1: I know they got the pick. They, got, they like, don't have like the actual. It's film. so fucking racist, but it's so funny. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's it's comedy. You know, I mean, yeah. Listen. Comedy should be off limits. I'm sorry, comedy is comedy. That's that's it. You know, I mean, listen. There's there's a lot of comedy out there that it, that people say about the Greeks. I don't get but hurt about it. I fucking laugh at it. You know, yeah. I mean, you gotta you gotta you listen. Everyone's got to be able to take a fucking joke sometimes. You know, right? That's it.
0: Yeah, you know. So it's interesting. She's been talking about you know with him, and then uh, they asked her about you know she is kind of thinking along the lines of a live action return. And she says she's talked with some of her Voyager Crow stars uh, saying, we're always talking. I mean, my great friends are Robert Picardo and John DeLancey. We're always touching down and crossing paths. And when we talk about Star Trek, all of us are so amazed that it constantly is reinventing itself. I think the fact that only speaks to its sort of undying virtues. I know Jerry Ryan loves doing Picard. And I know that all of us, all of us would love to continue when we, when the opportunity presents itself, we'll do more Star Trek, which is interesting because she originally, you know, she had done the Admiral Jane Way and Nemesis, and she was surprised that Patrick Stewart came back. And but now with Picard and the success it has, she's kind of re rethought her tune, especially with Prodigy, you know, being a, yeah, I mean, a cartoon where she's um hologram Jane Way, and then we saw at the end she's Admiral Jane Way, but she always says, um, you know, that it was weird, you know, that she got to play an Admiral and um, she says it was done very fast. I think it was immediately after Voyager, if not the final week of Voyager when she played that Admiral Janeway. So she's like either like just finished or they haven't quite finished wrapping, you know, Voyager when they did that for the card. And then, um, so he says, now you're two Janeways, Admiral Janeway and hologram Janeway. Actually it's three, Captain Janeway, Admiral Janeway, and hologram Janeway. You may stand down ensign. and she laughs. Apparently,
1: the holy, the holy, the holy trifecta
0: of Janeways. Yes, and so they're talking about in Prodigy that that maybe they'll have uh, flashbacks to Captain Janeway when they're in the Delta Quadrant, okay, um, before returning. So it'll be interesting to see. Um, uh, Prodigy is, I think, next in line after uh, Strange New Worlds as far as shows is that would be released. Has uh,
1: has has anyone confirmed Robert Beltran to to come back as uh, Chicote? Not, not yet. Yeah, I Robert Beltran and Star Trek had a big time falling out. Though. Right?
0: Yeah, he did. So you know, it's uh, it's interesting to see um, how they they're gonna handle you know some of the stuff. I uh, I would imagine that they will probably if they don't get Robert Beltran, they'll get somebody who sounds a lot like him, and they'll just go that route. I see. You know, well,
1: uh, I I think I, I think he came and he voiced at the end of at, at Prodigy didn't didn't he get it coming as a as a uh, is a, a voice actor
0: uh for the prodigy season to, uh, what, for episode for the, for,
1: for the finale i think i think he might have came back so if he came back to prodigy so that means you know he, they must have a dialogue which is good yeah
0: maybe um me, oh apparently yeah yeah he's listed okay. as uh, part of the crew okay um like and uh, so i don't know when he showed up um it says um i do know that there's there's, there was a you know uh dealio where like he, he was lost with the with the prodigy ship. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. you know, that's that's how that worked. But uh you know, who knows? Um I, I'll be interested to see what they do with it. I haven't watched this one on my list to watch. I still haven't had a chance to oh, sit really? down and watch that one yet. I think uh, you'll
1: enjoy that one, John. That one's uh, that one's yeah. It's, it's good. a good one. It's it's good. I mean yeah they say they say it's set up for kids but as as me as an adult as a star trek fan it was good it was you know it was entertaining but it definitely showed that it doesn't matter you know it shows that you can overcome whatever you know you know whatever deficiencies that you have to to achieve your best so that's basically whatever star trek's always said you know just you know work hard and if you work hard you 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 can achieve a great thing so Interesting. So and trust too, and having trust in people, and right, you
0: know. So yeah. And then I'm definitely going to put it on my list to watch. Yeah. So so there's talk about season two uh, for Strange New Worlds already because just you know they finished um, the filming of it. Uh, they say Kirk is going to be different in season two. It won't really? be the same uh, Kirk that we saw in the Ultimate Future. Of so
1: so so it won't be Wesley as Kirk now?
0: No, it will be. It's just like the the way he carries himself and the bravado or whatever. Oh, um, so it's
1: going to be like. Brogadosh is gonna be Braggadash's Kirk. Right?
0: We'll see. We don't know. Like mm. they're saying, um, they're saying he, they weren't sure if Wesley would actually end up in the finale. Uh, he wrote because they wrote two versions of the script: one with Kirk and one without. So um, and okay. It says,
1: well, here's the thing: you do Balance of Terror. You have to have Kirk in Balance of Terror, for God's
0: sakes. Not well, not necessarily, because remember you're doing an alternate future. So who says mm. Kirk has to be there? So that was the whole thing. Is they're saying we all
1: right, I'll, all right, all right, all right. I'll give you that one, John. Right.
0: So so basically what they're saying is we'll see more James Kirk in season two, but he's not 2266 Kirk. We're not jumping ahead again in 2266 like we have in season one for now. Because remember, that was seven years ahead. Pike yeah. was, you know, so this is going to be a much younger Kirk who didn't experience the balance of terror or being mm-hmm. a captain or anything like that. Um, and, and so we're going to be, he's a lieutenant on his way to becoming the first, uh, a first officer in the fleet. Um, so, um so they're they're basically not that same character that we see. Okay. Um they asked if there's gonna be any more uh legacy characters. Um and they said we're being be meaning some new legacy characters this next season in season two. Mm. Um but not Scotty. Scotty is not gonna be
1: really yeah. yeah. They yeah. should they should they they should get Chris Duhan, they should get James Dohan's son to, to play him. I mean,
0: they haven't, they're just saying right now, they're not ready for him yet. There's going to be a new chief engineer, not Scotty, but a new really? character who I'm excited for you to meet. But I'm going to tell you, it's going to be a very different person, a completely different type of engineer.
1: Yeah, you know, I don't think they should have killed off Hammer. I thought they should have at least go to season well, two. Well,
0: the actor um, who plays Hammer, Bruce Horak, will be back in season two, but not as Hammer. He'll be, you know, um, doing, playing another character. So really? They're keeping, they're keeping the actor. He's wow. just gonna be playing somebody different so okay all right so there, there's a lot of really interesting things coming out about that season two is, that's, that's is, already got my like all right i'm you know yeah this,
1: right. is, this is this is this is just like old school TOS where they yeah. kill off one character
0: and they bring them they bring back the actor as somebody different right <laughs> I like yeah. it already
1: okay I like
0: it yeah I mean it's uh you know it's got my end in antenna you know yeah uh, the the there. the
1: antennae are going crazy yeah.
0: so um, and one last story: uh, Jason Isaacs has talked with Star Trek: Strange New Worlds' Shonra about returning as Prime Lorca. So, oh. yeah, he says he's ready to suit up as Prime Lorca because, as we know, yeah. Captain Lorca that we saw was Mirror Lorca, and yes. we, we never figured out what happened to Prime Lorca.
1: Yeah, well, Prime Lorca.
0: there's talk of maybe um, you know maybe he was captured or maybe they thought he might be died. But they're trying to figure out maybe there's a way to bring Prime Lorca back, and uh, Jason Isaacs is on board, and boy, he was so great. And I would love to see what yeah. Prime Lorca would look like, and um, and said that maybe Prime Lorca could also find his way into another future potential show like um, Section Thirty One.
1: Yeah, you know, yeah. no, um, I, I, I like that. You know, I mean, Jace-
0: I, Jason Isaacs is a great actor.
1: Oh my God, what a great actor! Yeah. I was I was listening to him to read like a James Bond book and. I'm, I'm. hearing. Them, I'm like, Decent Isaacs is British. Yeah. Holy shit! You couldn't tell when he was playing like Orca. It's like, like guys like him, John Mahoney, guy Russell who played uh, Martin Crane on on Fraser. Mm-hmm. He was born in freaking. Where, uh, he was born in Manchester. Right. And no accent. Mm-hmm. You you can't tell. Even like even when like, even when they were doing like behind the scenes, still didn't talk with an accent. Right, uh, it's it's nuts. It's it's crazy how uh, I, I don't know, man. That's that's
0: that. Jason Eisner, what an actor! Holy shit! Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it's crazy how you know those things work. But I mean, it's also you know crazy how you know that there is um oh, man just uh, just the influence that Star Trek has. How you know you got these actors coming back? Yeah. The things that it does, and and actually, I think that's one of the things we want to talk about um, uh, today is how Star Trek has actually influenced um, yes. technology and how you know in our in our um, in our world. So yes. uh, you know I, that's you know something we want to talk about today as our main point. So uh, James, if you would, sir, go ahead and sound the black alert right now. <sighs> Well, before we begin the show, um, I do have my NX1 refit model that Jacob and I worked on.
1: Man, that is is sexy.
0: It is. Dude, I love the refit with the secondary, you know, hull.
1: So sexy with the refit hull. That's right. Yeah, those yeah. cells. Mm. Yeah, Daddy. Mm. Yeah, Daddy. Yeah.
0: So, uh, so there's a lot of you know different tech out there um, that has um, basically come to fruition because of you know Star Trek mm-hmm. and um, you know everybody. There's a bunch of different uh, lists and things like that, but there's some things that you are even thinking like, wait, what? You know, yeah, exactly. And so, and so what we're going to do is we're going to talk about some of these today. Um, and there's there's a couple of top tens, but there's one that is actually really interesting um, that shows, um, like, the amount of actual Star Trek things that have actually made their way yeah. um, into the real-life world, you know? And so, um, you know, I think, I think one thing that we, I mean, I would say first and foremost that's probably the most famous is, you know, Naming the spa- the space shuttle Enterprise. Yeah, you know, I mean the fact that NASA put it out to the fans, and so many Star Trek fans wrote in. They
1: put it out to the fucking marks. And what do you, what do you want to name the space shuttle?
0: The Enterprise. And then you had the forest Kelly, James Doohan, and uh, Michelle, William, William Shatner, and Michelle Nichols. Like most of the cast were there for the unveiling of that that space shuttle. I mean,
1: I, I actually have a picture next to me next to
0: the Enterprise. Do you really? Because
1: it's um, it was in the um, oh, what is it? The uh, oh, that museum, that that battleship museum in, in New York. What is it? Oh, shit. Uh, yeah, it's like so you can get a chance to go inside the ship. Hmm. And then they had the they had like uh in the museum part too. They had a uh, they had a um, oh god, I can't think of it right now. The um. Oh my God! What do museums put put out? I can't think of the word right now. <laughs> shit. Um, not display. Oh, what the hell is it? Oh shit! I so okay, but fine, whatever. So, so they had, so, so they had the Enterprise, the actual space shuttle in mm. there, and you see just, and you're looking, at it like, my God, it, it looks so flimsy. Mm-hmm. But, it's just like how the hell did this thing go up into outer space? It's it's absolutely it's fucking incredible. It was so
0: fucking big, it's so big too. It's huge. And that's what people don't recognize. It's it's a big ship. It's you a mean? big ship. Yeah, a space shuttle is. It's not small. Yeah. I mean, you look at it. Like you look at it, it's on a rocket, which is pretty big. You look at it on a seven forty-seven though, and it takes up it takes up the
1: entire seven forty seven, yeah. Yeah,
0: I mean, when they ride it would ride it back. Yeah. Now I gotta tell you this. So my dad did a lot of flying when he was, you know, working for the oil and gas company. And um uh, he said a couple of times he's gotten to see going opposite direction the seven forty seven with the shuttle really on the back going back to Florida from you know, landing in California or whatever. And going back, he was going west and it was going east, and he got to see you know, they, the pilots like kind of called it out look out the window, and you can see, holy shit, dude. He's like, it was cool, it's so oh, cool to see yeah. something like that. That's so, cool. you know, I mean, it's it's a you know, that's I mean, the fact that you had a major piece of technology to help explore our universe, and you called it the Enterprise, and it was the first yeah. one, the first shuttle. Called the Enterprise. So also,
1: also, to the nuclear battleship USS
0: Enterprise as well. Yes. You know, I mean that was you know that's but you have the sailing ship Enterprise. The sailing ship yeah. Enterprise. Yeah, you know yeah. What I mean, so I mean, the Enterprise has had a legacy as a ship name for a very long time. Yes. But but like really, if you think about it, with the technology involved, that was one of the first things that, that really was influential. Yeah. That Star Trek put its name on it. The Enterprise was the Enterprise for the aircraft carrier. You know, Star Trek had no real, I think, influence on that because it was a naval tradition up to that point. Okay, Um, you know, carrying ship than the ship name Enterprise, but now going forward with space, it's space exploration. Of course, you're going to name your first shuttle Enterprise. I mean, exactly. You know, the only thing I that. Now there, there's a couple of top ten lists. You know, or we could just the there's another one. Well, listen, I can, I can, I
1: can tell you one. I know one piece of technology offhand, and I had it. Okay. Growing, growing up. I think a lot of people had this phone. The Motorola StarTAC.
0: Yep. Literally.
1: They, they literally StarTAC. Mm-hmm. They could have named it Star Trek. I mean, uh, now me growing up, I even, like, I now I was, like, 11, 12 years old. I was going to high school. I really didn't know a lot about sci-fi. I was more into James Bond and stuff. So mm-hmm. I had this cell phone StarTAC. I was like, why do they call it the StarTAC for? And it's, like, kind of, like, funky looking. Mm-hmm. And then... Once I watched the first, like the first, my first episode of the original series, I seen Kirk flip up the uh, the communicator. I'm like, "Oh my god!" It hit me. I was like, "Motorola created this, and they named it the Star Trek." Mm-hmm. I mean, is that the most fitting tribute they could for like, for like, oh yeah, uh, like sorry. And then during Boston Legal. Like Danny Crane had like the Motorola StarTAC, it yeah. was like the, and it was the communicator sound was his ringtone. Right. I mean, I mean that's I, I, you can't. I mean that's I mean they're going to show you like the power that Star Trek had in creating things. You know, mm-hmm. where a major company like that is going to be like, you know what, we're going to do a wink, a wink, and a, and a nod to to Star Trek by naming it the StarTAC.
0: Right. And do you know when that first Star Trek came out? I think it was 19... 91 or 92? Really? 1976.
1: Are you kidding me?
0: Yep. First handheld cellular phone back in the 1970s. 1976. It was made by a man named Martin Cooper. He's credited with the invention of the first handheld cellular phone. And the prototypes for the device were inspired by the original Star Trek tech. Get the
1: fuck out of there.
0: Yeah you know um, so i mean you got to think about that you know another another one that's really big which we use during covid telepresence you know looking yeah. at the screen and and uh you know basically that's been around since 1966 you know uh, but it's continued to um evolve and uh cisco was the first system to offer mm-hmm. that audit, you know you know telepresence system um but you know we continue to see it now where. You know, instead of having this massive setup, you just have your personal computer. You connect to a website, and you can have telepresence that way. Which you know, that was the whole cool thing. You're, you know, on on the screen. You know, you'd have your your screen pulled up, and uh, that was a you know a, a big one. You know, that you could see that uh, come in and make a difference where you're could talk to someone across the world, and as if they were there. You know, it's it's uh, I mean, I know not nobody likes to talk about it now. Because it's like oh, COVID, and we had to deal with it so much, and we had so many Zoom meetings or <laughs> Skype or whatever, you know. And it's just like, I mean, hell, yeah. we're doing it right now. But yeah, you know, I know. Yeah, but um, you know, at the same time, too, it's you know, you can't say that wasn't inspired by Star Trek. You know, no, it, you definitely. Know, you know, being one place and connecting with someone across yeah. the world in another place. Yeah, so, yeah, you know, and seeing them, like seeing them and talking to them and having that conversation. You know, that's. Mm-hmm. That's a hundred percent Star Trek, you know, um, as well. So, what about you, what's something else you could think of, Triple D? That would be, well, how about how about this guy right here,
1: the iPhone, the okay. iPads, the, the iPad, the next yeah. generation? Yeah, I, I mean, it's like right there. They got they look at the pads and they go through the pads,
0: Mm-hmm.
1: iPad. Yeah, you know, I mean the iPads. Um, also, the, now. This well, this this one might be a stretch. Virtual reality and and the
0: holodeck. Hmm. That one works. I mean, you yeah. can say that. I mean, yeah. it, it's not quite fully there, but it is. You know, in that aspect, you know. Well,
1: here's the thing: you put on that Samsung VR goggle, You put those goggles on. Mm-hmm. You're you're literally you're in whatever that you're. Download what program you downloaded in. You walk into the holodeck. You're in that program that you downloaded. Mm-hmm. It's a little different with the holodeck because you know you, you don't have to wear goggles or anything, but right. it's still similar. That you know that really that this was kind of created during Star Trek: The Animated Series in as like the rec room, and then once we got to Next Generation, that's when the holodeck really, like you know. Really, you like the virtual living and virtual reality and everything else? It was just—it was crazy, you
0: know. So, yeah, you know, I mean, <coughs> pardon me. Another one that has been, you know, big is, um, you know, that everybody kind of has. And by the way, the iPad made its first appearance in 2010. And if you think about that, that I mean, that was only t- what 12 years ago. And just think about how—that's crazy. Yeah, isn't is, is that crazy? It's crazy that, but that, no. how ubiquitous it is now? Yeah. You know, um, you know. Another one that's interesting is people are saying, um, <coughs> pardon me, the uh, universal translators. How now? Yes. You know, we almost, like with Google. Like I have Google Phone with mm-hmm. Google Pixel. You could almost have real time translations yeah. with uh, people from other countries for their you know their languages. You know, it's becoming yeah. you know almost a reality i mean we don't have the dealios yet where it just you know we don't even have to wear anything but um you know that was one thing about communications the even the badges wearable badge communicators you could mm-hmm. they have those it's not just the phones you have if you want to you can actually buy start in a shape as the star trek symbol yeah next yeah. generation you can buy you answer your phone and talk you yeah. know by bluetooth you know on your chest but um <laughs> I
1: did I did buy one of those badges and it really didn't work for me so I was like oh really uh, yeah yeah. So, yeah
0: but you know universal translator is big because yeah you know, it's a big world and in order to you know make that you know to make it more global we still need to communicate with people and instead of making them learn language why not have a device that helps us all communicate? Yeah. Understand each other's language. So um, that's, a, I mean, that's, a, and that's a real thing. It's coming into, it's in real that's, life right that now. That would be, a,
1: that would be an absolute game. That would be an absolute game changer. Also, too, it also help in globalism as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You
0: know.
1: Oh, Dimitri, why do you, why do you gotta be so negative, Dimitri? Yeah, well, you
0: know, I um, you know another one is Bluetooth headsets. Yeah. You know, um, Uhura had one. You know, she had mm-hmm. that, you know, that thing in her ear. Um, yeah. Yeah. And that's what that was. It was a Bluetooth, you know, basically, you know, speaker. So she could hear communication and it's not going everywhere. Um, so, and that's a real thing. Um, Google glass, you know, the, that was, I mean, it didn't take off. It didn't work. And necessarily per se, um, what was Google glass. So that was that wearable eyeglass that you could like scroll and, you know, connect to your phone and, Oh,
1: okay. okay. You know,
0: do that kind of stuff, uh, there. Um, then there's also uh, portable memory where you could take something out of a computer and transfer it. Uh, yep. You know, it went from floppy disk to USB disk, to where you can do all kinds of stuff like that. Mm-hmm. GPS, you know, has a you know place in in Star Trek with the tricorders where you can tell you where you are, yes. and see what's going. Automatic doors. I mean, let's yeah, oh, well, the honest. automatic
1: doors. Yeah, the automatic doors. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I mean, who doesn't either think of Star Wars or Star Trek when they see an automatic door? Yeah, because exactly. Star Wars, you're going to be doing this to, like, open the door. Mm-hmm. And Star Trek, you know, you're going, because you're making the door sound. Yeah. And, you know? And, of course, big screen displays like you see on, on TV, um, mm-hmm. those there. Um, they're, and here's some that are in their early stages, but they are real. So their uh, tractor beams are something that is actually – um, and so it says scientists have invented a real tractor beam that can levitate objects just like in Star Trek. Wow. And so, um, and so the the idea um, being is that you can move stuff with tractor beams. So that has become a reality. Um, shit. Yeah. As a matter of fact, it says um, uh, it, that you can, um, that some scientists in MIT have figured out how to use, a laser beam of light to hold and move microscopic objects. Um, so they they've, they're starting small. And, oh my um,
1: god! Are you fucking kidding me?
0: No, they've they've Holy done it. Holy shit! They've done it. So that's one that's that's nuts. Become a reality, you know, which is crazy. Mm. Um, another one, tricorders. I think you know we talked about that. There was yeah. the uh, X Prize, where you know they had the the company um, raised like a million dollars and. Um they got the X Prize for creating the tricorder, you know, where you can find medical stuff and do all the things that you need to there. So we're seeing tricorders becoming a reality mm-hmm. uh, in that aspect, you know, um for for real. Um that aspect the person won the X Prize, but then there were three other people who were also in the in the way of doing that. Hyposprays. Um, you know, we see that there are now devices, you know, without using needles. Um, That's awesome. It's, you know, you, you can just, and it goes through the skin, and it says it breaches the skin. Uh, MIT engineered device that injects drug without needles, delivering a high-velocity jet of liquid that breaches the skin at the speed of sound. So, you know, hypo I, are I, right I,
1: I'm just wondering how much that would hurt, though.
0: Oh, apparently it doesn't hurt at all. Really? Yeah. So, it says, um, you know, it says, getting a shot at the doctor's office may become less painful in the not-too-distant future. Um, it says, researchers say that many, among the many benefits, the technology may help to reduce potential for needle stick injuries. And the Center for Disease Control provision estimates the hospital-based healthcare workers accidentally prick themselves with needles 385,000 times a year. What? Yeah. You know, a needleless device may help improve compliance amongst Holy patients that might otherwise avoid discovery. Yeah. So, I mean hey that's, that's not. Cool. that's cool Two hundred and five thousand. really three hundred and eighty-five thousand people are accidentally sticking themselves nurses um in that so having a jet propelled you know injection yeah. device you know that's a really up device yeah I,
1: I hate fucking needles sign me yeah
0: up. so replicators what would you think um a replicator would be in 2022 right now triple d 3d printer yep So the idea that a 3D printer is a replicator becoming those things. Um, And, of course, we've seen that I think there's even like 3D printed foods and things along those lines. Obviously, it's not very good yet, but we're moving towards that idea of Uh, having actual replicators. um, Um, You know, there's actually a cloaking device. Um, There is a a ultra-thin cloth, and it's it's designed to – like be kind of an invisibility cloak and they're kind of the researchers are really close to that. They have uh, researchers have come very, very close to making it happen where wow. you put on this cloth and you, you send a small electrical current through it. And then it mirrors the background that you're at so that you could disappear. So wow, that's our in there. Of course, a uh, voice interface with computers, how how you know, hello Siri, you know, you know, hey Google. Before wait a minute, before Siri, there was hello computer. Yes, of course, with Scotty. But I mean, Sorry. after that, you know, that obviously the idea of talking to your computer yes. and getting it to respond came from that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, they and this is brand new. This is just came out this year. Uh transparent aluminum. Really? Yeah, yeah. So the fourth assignment. Um, we saw that in the movies but you know actually um, it it sounds impossible there's such a thing as transparent aluminum armor or aluminum uh, alon, as it's more commonly known it's a ceramic material that starts out as a powder before heat and pressure turn it into a crystalline form similar to glass once the crystalline form the material is strong enough to withstand bullets polishing the molded alon strengthens the material even more the Air Force has tested the material in hopes of replacing windows and canopies in its aircraft. Transparent aluminum armor is lighter and stronger than bulletproof glass. Um, less weight and a stronger material will not to light? So, can it
1: handle? Can it handle like two whales and a bunch of seawater in an old Klingon bird of prey? I'm can sure it, it will. hold up to it? I'm sure it will. Well, then we got to put that theory to the test. Yeah. So so it, so, so we need to find a bird of prey. It's a transparent aluminum and get two wells and
0: yeah. Within the tonnage of the water yes. that they have in there. Yes. yes. So, um, can't forget that. Um, but yeah, no, it's a real thing. Wow. It's, it is. That's they have crazy. They have made it into that is Wow. You know, a transparent aluminum is a real thing. Um, I, I mean, that's just. I mean, that's just nuts. That's just crazy. Yeah. Uh, a focused ultrasound technology. We know about that. Um, you know, with, you know, the whole idea of how ultrasounds can actually, you know, mm-hmm. break up cancers and different things along those yeah, lines. The frequency. Um, frequency. Biometric data tracking for health and verifying identity. We know about that. The government is always watching. Um, not you know, the government. Yeah, right. You know, um, but, you know, we have things like our Fitbits and other things mm-hmm. like that that you can wear. You can even do things now with your phone where you can have your credit card connected to your phone so you can yeah. just pay, pay through your phone. Apple you know. Pay. You know, Apple Pay. I got around. that on my
1: phone. I got, I got, I got, that on my phone. Right. You know, Ben uh, like, like means like you're such a fucking asshole for using that. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, oh, we'll I lost yeah.
1: so, so I was, um, well, inside baseball, I had a, um, I was invited to play a night, uh, it was like a night golf, um, uh, tournament at a golf course before 40 minutes away, and it was uh, Bin Hami invited me there. He proceeds yeah. to make fun of me and like and just belittle my golf game. But I lost my wallet, like, there on the golf course, so I messaged him. I was like, I had told him, Did you pick up my wallet and he goes, No, moron, you lost your wallet because you have that Apple Pay, mm-hmm. assholes. <laughs>
0: oh my god, with oh, a person like that, who needs enemies, right? Yeah, I, mean. I know,
1: man. I told him the best. Shout out, shout out, Ben Hamid. Yeah, biggest, lie. biggest fucking heel in the business. Y'all lot. <laughs> <gotta laughs> oh my so. god. Also, oh, also, too, I gotta say, happy birthday, Greek god Papa Down, you old fucker. Yeah, forty-five, man. man BGV, forty-five. Do you, you see the picture on Facebook that they, they, yeah. they took at the show? Yeah, no, Papa Down was looking good. I mean, right. I, uh, you know, we we had we all to go off on a tangent. We had our Immortal Championship Wrestling show last night, and right. The, the Ben Hamin and uh, Papadon were both there, and Hameen I unfortunately was he, he he took the loss and uh, had to give up the the Middle Eastern Championship. Now it's Northeastern Championship again, and uh, Papadon uh, Papadon beat Bruce Van Slyke, a like three hundred and fifty pound monster, thanks to Ben Hamin, and also to cost our champ Mike Skyros the belt. Mike Skyros lost it to Dirty Dango. Aka oh. Fandango, yeah, yeah, yeah. And by the way, Derry Dango is not a small man.
0: No, he's, he's a hard. big
1: dude. And like, like you, you see these like a lot. You talked to a lot of people. It's like, dude, he's not a small guy. He's a he's a
0: pretty big dude. Yeah. So I mean, there's some. There, it's surprising. Yeah. Like that was the one thing with Russell Like surprising who was bigger than you thought, and then who was smaller than you thought. Like, really, it was interesting to see like holy who, shit, did you, who did you
1: who do you think they're like ah that they're they're not that big and then you remember like holy shit
0: okay uh let's see let's see what was it i didn't realize how big ron simmons really was in oh really-
1: ron simmons is a big dude
0: i mean i know he was big but like and him and JBL, like when they were, they were, they had a yeah. booth coming. JBL is a big fucking dude.
1: He's a big cough.
0: Yeah. And I was just like, holy cow. Like, like, cause I mean, here's the thing. They were up against the undertaker and other guys who were bigger, but like they're big dudes themselves. Billy Gunn, holy Billy Gunn. shit,
1: Yeah. The holy first shit. time, the first time I met Billy Gunn, I was like, Stevie Richards was not lying that he seriously mm-hmm. goes. I did not want to go against this guy in the ring.
0: No, dude. I no, mean, he, he's I mean, a fucking just,
1: big dude,
0: and he's a monster still. Like, he's just a and
1: geez, the thing about it though is, you're gonna troll Adam Cole and Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly against them. I mean, come on, man. Yeah, I know. Yeah,
0: I mean, even his boys were pretty good size. Yeah, you know, I mean, his yeah. boys are
1: big boys. Okay. Yeah, you know,
0: <laughs> I mean, you know, and, and it's interesting. Like, even sitting down you could see how big Big Show yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, holy shit. Like, that's a... I mean, you know he's a big dude, but in real life, seeing him in person, and he's just sitting down, and you're just yeah. like, oh, Jesus. That yeah, is a dude. very large man. Yeah. You know, Yo, my guy, it's like... you know, same thing. You like just... Even sitting down, very large man, just going, holy cow.
1: There you was... Know. I was at... No, I'll tell you this. I was at... Ava Tulos a couple days ago, and in walked this this fucking monster, probably six nine, six ten, probably three thirty, three forty. I was like, "This guy's a big fucking dude, nicest guy in the world." And I asked Connor, Connor Roth, you know, the owner's son. I was like, "Connor, who was that?" He goes, "Oh yeah, he's a he's an offensive lineman. I think he's uh, he's on the um, I forgot he's like on some team's practice squad." I said, "Practice mm. squad? Holy that guy's shit! that's a fucking beast, man! Yeah. Holy shit!" Yeah, so I mean, there's. I mean, you look at some of those offensive linemen, the, the wrestlers, big fuck, yeah, I was even professional golfers. Look at a guy like John Rahm. John Rahm is six, 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 four, 250 fucking pounds. Wow, he is a fucking monster, and everyone's like, he used the ball a mile. Yeah, because he's because he, a lot of ass through it. Tony Finau, he's a fucking tall dude. Um, Dustin Johnson. I mean, he's a big guy too, you know. All yeah. these guys, hell, even even Phil Mickelson, you know. You look at them, you know. They're not like average guys, you know. Right. They're big dudes, you know. They're mm-hmm. you know they're guys that have played sports and stuff. They, so I, you know, yeah. And then and then then you look at some wrestlers that are wrestling on TV, and John, you're like double the size of them and you're like well, how the fuck is this guy even on TV why is he even a wrestler he should be a fucking manager you know so
0: yeah you know. I mean I don't know it, not naming a...
1: names not naming names because you know because I got to trying to be good trying, to be, yeah. good. trying be nice. to be good but yeah so as we went off on a little five minute tangent so we're talking about the thing it was transparent aluminum I think yeah yeah so there was, so 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 what other what other inventions do they list there, John?
0: Um, actually, the visor like Jordy has—that's actually oh, really yeah, bionic eyes for the blind okay. um, has become a thing. And um, that uh, in 2005, a team of scientists in Stanford successfully implanted a small chip behind the retina of blind rats, that enabled them to pass a vision recognition. Really? Test. So yeah, so they we we've wow. got some. Um, that means, in theory, a person with a twenty four hundred sight blind due to loss of retinal cells from uh retinous pigimosa can obtain a 28 80 site so it's not good enough to pass a driving test nor normal vision considered 2020 but good enough to read billboards and go about your day without the aid of a seeing eye dog wow so, yeah that's
1: incredible
0: it is it's a it's amazing
1: actually amazing you know that's that great. they've got
0: that uh diagnostic beds that's actually another one um wow. you know it, there are uh, the University, University of Leicester UK has developed a high tech $1 million uh, medical suite, you know, to diagnose patients. Sci-fi sure. style. So basically it's going to um, detect sight, smell and feel of the disease without the use of invasive probes. And so it's going to kind of the idea is it's going to uh, mass spectrometer breathalyzer. Um, it's also going to use uh, a thermal and multi uh, hyper spectral imagers. Wow. And and then the third group of monitors to measure blood flow and oxygenation. So, but that's all, all in that's one um, bed kind of thing. Um, so, and then there's talk of you know NASA is actually working on a faster than light drive or warp drive. You know, um, there we go,
1: there we go.
0: They've actually developed a ship that if they do have they have a, a, a solid theory and if they have the material, they've already got a ship design that they would they would use. Um, there's also talk of phasers being, um, you know, a reality, um, which, you know, the idea, it's basically, it's a, you know, a laser um, that they have. Um, so that, and I mean, I guess you would say holodecks in a sense, like you said, with the VR, um, mm-hmm. those would be, um, especially some of the ones that you see. Like there's one here, we have um, a, a place, it's a putt-putt go-kart place called Grand Adventure and they have this VR set where you put on the headset and you can, like, move around in a space. Oh, wow. And so, um, like, it's, it's almost like, a, um, you know, a holodeck in a, a, you know, a sense. So, but scientists are also working on teleport. So, there's some things that aren't there yet. But like, teleporters, they have, they, they are working on trying to figure that out. That's awesome. Um, and, and like, like I said, the replicators, are, they're working on making them more, um, efficient in that aspect. Um, and then um, so there's a there's a lot that uh, that has been done um, you know but a lot of people say that a taser is the coefficient to a phaser. No. Uh, I don't think so you know because
1: because you need to shoot prongs into somebody.
0: Yeah. It's not. It's
1: yeah. You Laser I mean, there 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 a metal projectile does not come out, out of a phaser. Right. Plain and simple. Right. End of discussion.
0: <laughs> yeah. And so I mean there's a lot that Star Trek has influenced, you know, I mean the 80s and 90s and 2000s really saw a boom and technology and that's you know a lot of it came from star, star trek, trek yeah. you know the idea of well, let's do this and a lot of you know it's very interesting a lot of scientists you know quote they came into science because of star trek you know yes that's, that's the whole reason that's crazy
1: why, isn't that crazy yeah you know i mean that's why we yeah. have
0: like i mean the guy who created the star tech he was a sci-fi fan he wanted to create you know basically communicate in the style of star trek you know, a lot of these guys who are creating these things are Star Trek fans. Yeah. So, you know, why not? You know, why not figure out ways that we can do these kind of things and have this technology? Yep. You know, it's, it's cool that we're able to live in a time where our technology has got us to the point where we're knocking on the door of making Star Trek. <laughs>
1: really? Yeah, it's crazy.
0: You know, I mean, absolutely insane. We're not there yet with the warp ships and some of these other things and the holodecks mm-hmm. and replicators and on that level. But we're, we're at the base steps. We're,
1: we're knocking on the door. We're, we're not, not ready on. to walk
0: in, but we're knocking. We're knocking. You know I mean? That's, that's the cool part. I mean, so of all the things that you had in Star Trek technology wise, triple D, what's the one thing you wanted that to be real? What's, Transporter. what's the one? Transporter. Transporter.
1: Just being able just to Okay, I'm in I'm in such a New York right now. I want to go to Texas to go visit John. Whoop. Yeah.
0: Whoop.
1: I'm right there and you learn. Hey John, what's going on? Or <laughs> you
0: like know? you saw in Picard, they had those like personal transport where you like you walk through the gate, yeah, and then you just kept walking and you're at the next place. Yeah, it's just like that. You know, I mean, those are cool. I mean, I personally was a warp warp drive kind of guy because I love ship designs and Things like that, so, yeah.
1: So, so you, so you'd want to see the, the warp, which another great thing too. I mean, you know, it's just, I mean, yeah. warp drive able to explore the galaxy
0: uh, at, yeah. like no time. So, yeah, warp drive. okay. Here, I want to. They do have this. I want, I want you to see the image of it. I'm gonna, and this NASA has this rendered, right? So mm-hmm. when they have decided they want to, they're gonna have. Um, a, a warp ship um, spaceship, it's going to look like this. Are you Are you fucking kidding me? No. Oh, my God. Look at that.
1: Holy shit. Yeah. It looks like a Vulcan Ring
0: ship. And it's called the Star Trek. They're going to call it the Enterprise. Yeah. yeah. I like that. Dude, it's cool. That's
1: so fucking gangster, man.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That so, I mean, it is it's
1: so... Fucking gangster.
0: Dude, it is it is cool. Like,
1: yeah, we can't get back to the fucking moon.
0: <laughs> right? I, I mean, wonder what, well, yeah. We're, I mean, we're,
1: we're we're gonna build ships that can go to warp drive, yeah. We can't get back to the moon. Yeah, I know right. Interesting. Must be something on the moon that we don't want that we don't want people to know about. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> Josh is like. Metri, stop, stop going to conspiracy. No, it, it, it
0: it's it's one of those things of like, yeah, no, I, I get it, it makes sense. Like, you know, how is it that we went to the moon in the 1960s? Sixties. And yet we have better technology now, mm-hmm. yet we can't seem to find a way to get to the moon.
1: Exactly. So yeah, like, it's
0: like it's it's an, it's an act of God to get there. It's like, yeah, look, wait, y'all are talking about going to Mars, but yet you can't get to the moon. Like yeah, the hell, you know? Like seriously? yeah. So
1: so that then you, you wonder why people, people people are like, well, why can we get back to the moon? Oh, we lost the technology. Well, would you write it in the back of a fucking cocktail napkin? Seriously, we lost
0: the technology.
1: Ooh. Ooh, there it goes. <laughs> yeah. oh my god, I love it. The show is going off the rails. I fucking love it. I love (laughs) it. Yes, holy (laughs) shit. Oh my god. So, John, are there any more inventions, John, or 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 do you think that we pretty much cover them all?
0: I think I think those are the major ones right now that are on. They're in real life. (laughs) You know, um, some are some like you said. Some are like literally on the beginning stages, like the tractor beam, uh, the phaser. Some of those things are literally like. We're, we're at the just basic yeah. level. You know, like the tractor beam was microscopic and holding things, but holding a movie. So how do you scale that up? You know, now it just becomes a matter of that. Exactly. Um, th- there's other things like transparent aluminum, which is real, but it's mm-hmm. now how do, how do we incorporate that? Yeah, exactly. you know, what, What's its mm-hmm. use? Um, you know, uh, whereas there's other things, we've got the phones and communicators and Bluetooth, the tablets, you know, things along those lines. Um, those are all real, you know, the telepresence and the big screens. And um, now we're seeing even um, um, the, the, one of the talks uh, for Strange New Worlds, um, how they got the screens to look the way they did. Those are those flexible LED kind of things. So oh, okay. that's why some of those screens were curved. But it's because they were those flexible oh, wow. know, screens that they got now, like you see in the, some of these Motorola flips or, or whatever that are the flip phones now. It was that kind of technology that made it look so good. Yeah. So, and they were able to curve, you know, the ship and and follow the lines of it. So, you know, that's, you know, those are the kind of things we're looking at right now. The fact that we can project over something in a curve or, you know, in a fold or or things along those lines, um, we're seeing technology continue to grow and move forward. And it's just a matter now of, you know, I think really what's the next thing? You know, exactly. What's the next thing that we if nothing else that we knock on the door that's Star Trek related, I would think it would be warp drive. You know? Yeah. Like you know, I would, right, I would definitely agree with drive. that.
1: You know, I mean warp drive or or the transporters.
0: Yes, one of those two. You know, I think I think the I think they're probably closer to warp drive than they are transporters oh, right now. Yeah, without a shadow of a doubt. But I know they're working on transporters as well. That was one of the things that they said they want to see happen, but you know, it's a matter of figuring it out and, and how to best you know handle the transporter and, and things along those lines. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I you know that's the thing about that's so great about Star Trek. You have technology, you have story, you have characters, you have you know these these existential crisis things that you're dealing with, and then you just got plain action where you're gonna punch somebody in the face. So, you know, I mean, Star Trek is the way to go. You know, what I mean, yes, and and the fact that it is, I mean, Roddenberry was very specific to be science-based in the theories to where, even if like with warp drive, there is a theoretical, like the whole purpose with warp drive is NASA already had kind of a theoretical idea of mm-hmm. how warp drive worked. And so yeah. then it becomes now, okay, well that's a theoretical like, way out there. And we're seeing as we go, that NASA is making it more of a reality. You know, they're taking that theory and put it into reality because of what people see on TV with Star Trek going, I want to see that. I want to see that in real life. So, I don't know, man. Like, I, that's that's one of the fun things about Star Trek is is the tech that you get to see. Um, and then, like, and in terms of the uniforms. I mean, the uniforms mm-hmm. have a purpose in Star Trek. They're not just yes. to indicate who's in what department or whatever. They're indicated to help someone navigate through space. You know, they're, they're designed... To be a uniform that helps keep them warm and cool, and regulate body temperatures, and things along those lines. So it's it's even that you know the fabrics and things along those lines are designed to be purposeful. And
1: I want Strange New Worlds, Wrath of Khan uniform. I oh, yeah. want it. I want to buy it. Can somebody on eBay make it? Because I want that as my Halloween
0: costume. <laughs> that oh, was so you could buy it. it was, oh okay, my let's... god, it
1: was. Oh my god, it was
0: so beautiful. Yeah. So beautiful. Yeah, you're looking it up. I love it. You're looking it up. Costume. Uh, um. Okay, there's a Captain Pike. Mm-hmm. So no, they they don't show anything yet. Yes, but before, it's coming. You know, it's a coming. Yeah. So the, you can get the strange new were, worlds um you know like the the tops and everything like that mm-hmm. but there is not the there's not the uh, admiral pike look yet so well
1: hopefully that that should be coming out soon
0: yeah yeah you know me personally I've already looked um for the thor <laughs> uh, love and thunder like with the vest and everything 125 <laughs> bucks what yeah, for a couple of them so I was like, "Hmm." That includes a that includes a, a your choice of wig, so you can have it with the beard or without the beard. Oh my god! So yeah, I don't need a beard. So. I, I still gotta watch Love and Thunder, dude. It's so good. Yeah. I'm telling you, it is so good. So, but you know, with all that said, I think uh, I think we need to uh, go ahead and give the people um, this week's Trek Wreck, which is yes. you this week. Oh, geez, um, you're
1: gonna. Oh, you're putting the heat on me now.
0: Well you we put the heat on you? I did the thing last week, I so know, it's your turn man. to do the trick. So, James, if you will play our Trek Wreck uh, music right here. By the way, again, James has done a great job with that and making that music work. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Money Maguire. just making Dude, us he's sound He's the fucking man. Making us sound great. So, yeah. uh, all right, Triple D, what is our track wreck for this week?
1: A track wreck is, I'm just going to go listen, I'm going to go with the classic. It, just guys, go watch Star Trek 6. Mm. Star Trek 6. I mean, it's, the, it's one of the greatest Star Trek movies out there. It's basically shows you the diary of a false flag event. Mm-hmm. It shows that, you know, that enemies will collude with each other to keep things going the way that they want it. You know, it's also too the last hurrah for the original cast and what a fucking send off it was with the to to me the scene that I love the most in Star Trek Six is the battle for peace is when you know christopher Plummer spinning around in that chair cry havoc and let's, the dogs like and let's, let's let
0: the dogs exactly yeah
1: and and you and you just see kirk and and then he's like then he's just like where's my damn torpedo yeah. and he's like you know where's that damn torpedo lock and load jim and uh. he gets yeah he gets I up, know, he goes,
0: I'm like, yeah, he's, I'm as constant as the Northern, Northern star. And Michael goes, I get real, real money <laughs> shut, shut up. up. You know? It's just, like, he's...
1: it's just the music. And then it's like, we got yeah. a heartbeat. It's like, it's just so done so well. And then, and then the minute, like, you know, then, then Kirk gets up and he goes, ah. I mean, that's Stevie. Like we had Stevie on. Stevie said that's like, that's one of his like favorite like moments in Star Trek. Yeah. And it's, Every time he said it, I just, I just, it's, I get, I don't know why, but the hair in the back of my neck just stands up. It's just, oh, yeah, fucking awesome. And that whole it's scene, great. that whole scene where you have, you know, Sulu flying with the Excelsior to save it. And the thing is like, it's like literally it like, shaking. like it's shaking. He's like, we gotta fly her apart then, you know, it's yeah. just, uh, it's just so good. And yeah, the soundtrack to that is to me like, unbelievable you know and i don't think jerry goldsmith did not do that i think i think it was somebody else i can't remember i think it was cliff oh it was um cliff um edelman i think it's the one that did it he did an unbelievable job with it and just everything with star trek six there's not a hole that you can poke in star trek Mm six it's it's the perfect five movie and yeah Guys, watch it because also too be thankful that Star Trek Five was such a total shit show that they had to make Star Trek Six. So, right. let's all give props to Star Trek Five. Okay, yeah,
0: it was. I mean, Star Trek Six was amazing. It really was. Um, let's see, I'm trying to find. Um, directed by Nicholas Meyer. Mm-hmm. who's who did the music. I, I, th- I
1: think I think it was Cliff uh, um,
0: Cliff Edelman. Cliff Edelman, yeah. Yeah, Cliff Edelman did the music. Well, and did music. Dude, such a great guy. Like the great, like t- dude, when that when that when the Kronos one flips over after being you know hit, it's like yeah. the, that so. duh, like it's almost that like Jaws type music. Yeah, it yeah. In, it's coming and then its main like torpedo launcher is lighting up. Yeah, it's like, we surrender, we surrender. Like and I mean just that menacing music that you know, exactly yeah. throughout those moments and and just it's so good like. You know that, what they did on on the whole thing, and like you said, having to pull the nose up from a very bad movie, yeah, uh, and 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 to really give these guys the send off they deserve. And I mean, mm-hmm. then the way they at the end, where Sulu and his crew are on the Excelsior, and you know, glad to see you in, in action one more time, Captain, and and they fly off, and it's, then you know, I
1: cry like the first time, like I I, I cried because I'm like, you're never gonna have this ever again. No,
0: no. And I mean, it was, yeah. it was great. You know I mean? I really was. I, it was, it's a great movie. It's one that I go back to a lot. Um, it's one that I enjoy. So, you know, but tell us what you think. If you want to know, um, you know, if you want to tell us what your favorite movie is, um, you can always uh, email us at the academy at yahoo.com uh, at the academy, H-E-M-G, at yahoo.com. Um, you can also hit us up on Twitter, the Academy HMG, or on Facebook. Just type in the at symbol, type in Academy HMG. That'll take you to where you need to go. And you can tell us your thoughts and what you're doing. You give us topics. You we can... don't
1: give a shit about your thoughts. Go fuck off, okay?
0: Full heel. boy. He is Fucking heel Dimitri is, he is, he is here, that. baby. He is full in effect. full effect. So you know, but um, it's it's. Uh, we want to hear from you. We want to you know give us uh, impact. You know on the you impact the show. You tell us what you want us to hear. James, you know, gave us a great topic on you know yes, he this, describing starships as classic cars. We want to hear from that. If there's guests you want us to find, you know, like I said, we're working on those kind of things. Um, talking to my buddy Dustin, who works for Heritage, and he sent me said, "Yeah, they had ca- a Type Two Phaser, that Captain Kirk that James." Uh, William Shatner had carried and it sold at Heritage for $615,000. Man, yeah, from the original series that those God, major. man. One that William Shatner actually carried.
1: And I'm, uh, there's that's probably the only one left because those props were made to fucking, oh, uh, they
0: were they were not made to last, they were not made to last, you know. And so, um, they, like I think they were talking about like one in one scene you could see where Kirk is like holding it together because the thing's falling apart on them or somebody else, you know. <laughs> I mean, it's just yeah but you know so uh, Morgan, I'm working on dustin to see if he'll come on and talk to us a little bit about trek some of the things that they've had and seen and 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 the props and and different toys and stuff um you know and uh you know we've got feelers out all over the place for different people um so let us know who you wants to talk to if you wants to bring back a guest if you wants to now beach bum Stevie if you wants to bring beach Bum Stevie on yeah we uh, should
1: bring back we should bring beach Bum Stevie yeah and, like Stevie Stevie why why are you such a beach bum okay come yeah
0: on. Yeah, you know, hey, living his best life on the beach now. And, you wanna, uh,
1: you want to know something? God, God, God bless him, man. He, oh man, he's he's had to, he's had to freaking crawl through fifty yards of shit, and then crawl through another hundred yards of shit to get to Atlanta, and then crawl through another hundred yards of shit to, to get to Florida. He fucking right. deserves it.
0: Yeah, he really does. And I mean, uh, you know, Big Ray. I don't. I've been in talks with him. He's, you know, he's been busy, but you know, he wants to come back on and talk about. Talk truck. So, um, whenever he's ready, you know, we'll, we'll get him back on. I promise, uh, to
1: take it easy on Big Ray.
0: <laughs> oh, well, you know, it's Big Ray. What are you going to do?
1: He might get a little bit of heel Dimitri, but he won't, uh, he,
0: won't get the, he won't get full. He won't get full heel.
1: He'll get the tweener.
0: He'll get the tweener. <laughs> he'll get there the tweener. you go. I'll babyface him i'll babyface him. yeah so. you'll baby face
1: him and i'll just be the i'll just be <laughs> yeah. the dickhead heel <laughs>
0: well i mean that's what he knows you have. so exactly yeah Yeah, you know, but you know that so we're looking forward to that um you know lance you know is is in japan for a month and a half for g1 so um probably won't be able to lance, get for a while. lance he's
1: get the fuck out of and he needs to just
0: do his own thing and make money because it's fucking ridiculous yeah. yeah i mean it's i guarantee he's gonna be making some money in japan um i mean he's he's big in like literally and figuratively he's big in japan he
1: is huge in japan and that is <laughs> that is no joke fans he is, no. he is he is a he is a very large man yes and people are very small in japan so he's huge in japan literally he's yeah,
0: he, japan. and figuratively but like he even that they even have like him and david boy have their own kind of like like they used to be killer elite squad kind of like Little side company type thing, and then they've changed it because they were not are not wrestling together anymore. But like, it's—it's it's a like he has his own kind of little thing going over there, so it's not. Nah, uh, he he should—he's, you
1: know, you know. I mean, they totally—the f- f- minute the minute they had Cody beat him clean in the ring, I'm like, that's it. He's yeah. done. He's done. Yeah. He's—he's—he's he's got no. There's—he's got no cachet anymore. Mm-hmm. He's done. Yeah, you know, they had him come out murder people, pull people to the fucking ceiling. It's like, okay.
0: But, what did he do? Yeah. He hasn't won he, a title.
1: He hasn't won a title. He hasn't beat anybody with any name recognition. hmm Yeah. I mean,
0: I, you know, it's like, what are you doing? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, it, you know, and, it, it is what it is right now. I mean, but hey, they're talking about season two Strange New World Klingons. Maybe we can get Lance Archer as a Klingon. Be on a Star Klingon. Trek Yes. Be a Klingon.
1: So
0: Kurtzman, Alex Kurtzman. Hey, hey, get your head out your ass. Mm-hmm. Call Lance Archer slash Lance Hoyt. He's a 275 hundred and seventy-five pound man who would be an amazing Klingon. Yes, he would be. Call him and bring um, him onto your show. Yes. Even yes. if I do have a speaking part, just even if he's in the background as Laurel's like, you know, protector or something like that. Um he would be an amazing, yes. amazing person to have, like and so. he's
1: a, and he's a lifelong Star Trek fan too. And
0: he is a lifelong, and give him a line anyway. So yeah, fuck that, yeah, give fuck him a line. That. We we want him to hear him talk because he would meet. He he has a great voice to be a Klingon. So, yes, he does. Yeah. You know, hey, Kurtzman, do that right now. Yeah, make it on, happen. It. Make it happen. Make it happen. <laughs> make so, it happen. Uh, so that's uh, that's how you get a hold of the show. If you want to get a hold of me, you can always find me on the TikToks, Instagrams, and the. Twitter's at Jay Men. If you want to find me on Facebook, John right And, you know, I keep my st- stuff pretty locked down. But if you get a hold of me and get a message through and uh, you can prove you're not a creeper, then maybe I will uh, accept your friend request on Facebook. <laughs> uh, I'm more, I'm a little bit more giving on Instagram, TikTok, or whatever. But uh, Facebook is a little bit more, I use mostly for family and shit like that. But uh, every now and then I'll have, you know, people and let them be my friends. But we'll see. Depends on my mood um and then if you want to talk mental health you can always always reach me john at freedomhousepc.org and we will talk mental health how we can help you start your healing journey find resources for you um whatever it is you need to begin that path To, to have good mental health and specifically for guys guys we don't you know again we we talk about how your mental health mm-hmm. is important we mean that we're serious about it it's it's not just something we say like for me it's anything no, it's it's, i do it's, for my, yeah. it's, it's life for me so um Man, we want you to be well, and 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 that means your mental health as well. Don't ignore it. Don't let it be something you put to the wayside. Take time to find out what it is you need for your mental health, please. So, um, with that said, that's how you can find me, Triple D. That's all the internet stuff I want to plug. Um, what about you, sir? What can we? Where can we find you on the nets of intra? And fuck uh, social media. Fuck social media. <laughs>
1: I'm getting off of it. Nah, I just Dimitri Zardosan and everything. Then Dippin' Donuts, CNY, don't believe all the hate coming towards me and my family and, and the franchise, a lot of haters out there. So don't believe that shit. And, uh, yeah, that's it. So really, in all honesty, follow me on – come follow me on Instagram, and I might follow you back. We'll see. Feeling cute. Might follow you later on Instagram.
0: So. you later. Dude, I would is- tell you, some of the pictures y'all posted this week – for your donuts. I was like donuts, oh, yeah, yeah. Shit. Why yeah. am I not the fuck up there? <laughs> like, I'm like, but I'm glad because I would be four hundred pounds, man. I mean, really No, scared. bro. You don't want
1: you don't want to be up here in New York. It's 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 so fucking toxic up here. I mean,
0: I want to visit. I, I mean I don't wanna yeah,
1: come and visit. There. Come and visit, and then I'm gonna hop in your suitcase and you can you can bring me <laughs> out of
0: Texas. I don't have to have my suitcase, we'll just get in a car and drive back. Man. Yeah, right. Okay.
1: We'll just get in the car and drive back, yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah, so but well, yeah, so so John, we've we've given them, All right. we, we gave him an hour and a half. We give them a great show. You got Dimitri, just a little <laughs> bit on a tangent, a little bit killed Dimitri, just kind of, you know, just you got Dimitri that doesn't give a fuck today. Just that was yeah. his mind. Usually, most time you get that, but I usually have a filter today. There was no filter on me today. <laughs> yeah, no, the filter was gone. I was like Vince Russo, bro no fucking filter so Uh, yes sir so guys we'll be here again next week at the academy same star trek time same homie media channel to everyone out there live long and prosper and we'll talk to you guys next week peace